It may not be haute cuisine. Sometimes it's the food that memories are built upon. Behind today's 10th elementary advent door is fast food. Yes, I said fast food. While we may reminisce about family tables groaning under the weight of roasted beets and the odd bit of greenery, what matters is the memories that you make as you eat. Here is a touching story from one of my own family members, my sister-in-law Miranda, who was able to not only recreate a fond childhood memory, but able to spin a unique Christmas Eve tradition for herself, her husband, and their children that each will carry into their future holidays. As We Eat is excited to present you with the 2021 Elementary Advent Calendar, a tasty countdown to 2022, full of mini episodes highlighting holiday food traditions and memories from all over the world. We don't want you to miss any treats, so be sure to tune in daily from December 1st to December 26th. I'm here with my beloved sister-in-law, Miranda, and we are talking about holiday traditions. And so I would love to hear about your tradition of fish and chips. So first of all, shout out to my mom, because she absolutely was the person who managed to invent all these fun little quirky things. There was a, a long while where on Christmas Eve, we as a family had seafood for our Christmas Eve meal. We didn't have a lot of money, so it was a lot of fish sticks. And then when the money came a little bit later, we'd get those square fillet of fish that you get like the box and some are lemon pepper and some are char grill. And then if we were really lucky, we would have breaded uh, mussels or breaded clams. And maybe if we were really flush, we could get like a salmon cream cheese and shrimp cocktail. That was very special because seafood is expensive these days. And it started as poverty food, but these days seafood is affluent food and, and it was special. And I'm a big fan of seafood, so it was a really nice thing. And then as we grew up and got older, we started having Arby's Roastbeef Sandwiches for Christmas Eve. And that actually worked for everybody because nobody had to cook, nobody had to clean. It was a really good system. So it was a good thing. Fast forward, I moved to the UK, I meet a guy, I get married. I was saying to Scott, my husband, how we have this fast food tradition. Because over here, Christmas dinner is so much more than what I grew up with. Christmas dinner on Christmas Day, it is a full English roast with all the trimmings. You have your whole turkey. Frequently, you'll have a second and even a third meat, like a roast beef and a roast pork with crackling. You have your stuffing and your gravy. You have your cranberry sauce. If you're having the beef, you have to have your horseradish. If you're having pork, it's applesauce. You've got to have your Yorkshire puddings. You've got Brussels sprouts for the vegetable, a little obligatory green on the plate, and then you drown the whole thing in gravy. That's a lot of cooking. It's a lot mm -hmm. of baking. The last thing you want to do is the night before to also have to make some grand seafood feast. So how do we compromise between my seafood feast of my earliest childhood and the convenience of Arby's? And of course, in Britain, we have these fantastic fish and chip shops. And the fish is usually either caught or haddock fresh from British waters and different chip shops of different recipes. And it's a whole thing about finding the best fish and chips in any given location. We found this place over in Richmond where I used to live in Yorkshire. My parents loved it so much that when we moved to Preston, and they came to visit us here. They said, we really fancy fish and chips. And we drove for two hours to have the fish and chips that they like the best and then drove back two hours again. So when you go to the chip shop, everybody has their order that they want to get. And I always just like fish and chips, but you can order like your battered sausage or you can get a battered haggis. 
serve it up on a bed of chips with some salt and some vinegar and it's beautiful it's a really nice tradition to say it's the night before christmas i've got all this food to make in the morning and it's going to be feasting now non-stop through 12th night and we're all going to be bloated and heavy and we don't want to have to face it so what's something that we could just get hot and fresh and delicious and not have to cook or clean and you just go down to the chip shop they're open on christmas eve you go down throw some fish and some batter they wrap it up in paper for you and it's just so lovely was there a reason that your mom ever told you as to why you were eating the seafood feast? We talked about the apostles being fishermen mm-hmm. and how Christmas is all about Jesus and welcoming the Lord, which is mm-hmm. great. And we had a lot of emphasis on Jesus as the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. My father was a much more secular person uh, and not a, a Christian at all, but he loved his seafood. It was very like tenuous, but it, it, there was this tie to Jesus. So we're going to eat the seafood feast to be like the apostles. It, it makes no sense, but it was really nice. To me, it just speaks to the ingenuity that we as people have when it comes to traditions and trying to create them with purpose and maintain them with ingenuity. You've got this family tradition of, as you've described, hey, we're to enter a fortnight of food. I'm rolling in with my fork and my knife. (laughs) The tradition, ultimately, it it did become this feeling of familial closeness, something that you've shared with your siblings, something that you're sharing now with your family, the one that you've spun off and created with your husband. You know, there's something about the power of ritual that is really meaningful, right? Coming from a military family where we didn't have one like hometown as a nuclear family that we returned to, And my mom being from a family that was raised from small town Tennessee and then growing up in Detroit, my dad being Mexican-American and coming from Chicago, not having any one set of cultural traditions that we were supported by, but kind of having to piecemeal what worked for us and having a multi-faith household and, and everything like that. And that's actually something that I weirdly find myself mimicking in my own domestic situation. We're international, we're interfaith. What can we cobble together that's meaningful for us? What can we cobble together that works for us here and now? If we have to have fish and chips instead of Arby's or a seafood feast, then that's brilliant. Let's have fish and chips. And then the kids will have fish and chips. And one day they're going to have to explain to their significant other why they have to have fish and chips on Christmas Eve. Because otherwise it's not Christmas Eve. Miranda is not alone in her fast food holiday tradition. A barrel of Kentucky Fried Chicken, complete with sides, is big business in Japan during the week leading up to December 25th. CNN reports that KFC netted 6.9 billion yen in sales. That's roughly 63 million American dollars in 2019 across just five days. This unusual tradition took root in Japan after World War II when a wave of Americana crossed the Pacific. There's even an accompanying carol, something about it being Christmas in Kentucky, which I've never heard, and a collectible art plate to match. Speaking of seafood, behind tomorrow's Advent door is a very special Nordic dish that takes weeks to prepare. I think it's a little unusual, but everyone loves it. So stay tuned. If you find yourself hungry for a larger portion of how food connects, defines, and inspires, be sure to subscribe to As We Eat wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We also publish the As We Eat journal on Substack. We would be honored if you would support us by becoming a subscriber at asweeat.substack.com. Happy holidays from Leigh and Cam. There, too. 